coffee club, coffee club. Grind your beans and grab your favorite mug. It's Ollie Morgan, George and Gus. It's them boys from coffee club. Boys from coffee club. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club Hi. podcast. <laughs> It is a hun- uh, episode 125, which I think we deserve a small pat on the back for that. And all the listeners as well, you guys deserve, you know, give yourselves a nice pat on the back or even, I don't know, a round of applause, whatever. We've made to another minor milestone. But today, uh, my name is Morgan McDonald, joined by co-hosts George Beamish and Oliver Hoare. And today we have Mr. Manager on the set. The big wig is here. The boys are in trouble. Tom Wang. Tom, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Why are you here? Why am I here? Uh, Gus flew me in. Yeah, <laughs> you're just checking up on us, aren't you? Yeah, uh. he he wanted me to get you know uh, things in order, and uh, I don't know if you heard. There's a rumor going around. Uh, I just want to dispel the rumors. Gus and I do have an inappropriate relationship. <laughs> uh, we've talked to HR though, and is that how you got the manager okay. job? Uh, well. <laughs> See, when I There's walked details in, I can't talk about. Yeah, but when I walked in the kitchen and I saw Gus mounted on your leg, I thought that was just, you know, I thought you guys were just having an argument. But. Yeah. Well, I thought that was normal, but apparently... In a workplace. You know, after talking to each of you, yeah. It's not okay. <laughs> There's a bit of a power struggle, but... Yeah. Um, Gus said we needed boots on the ground for the week. Yeah. yeah. So they had me in for the investigation. It's been a whole thing, but... And we thought, why not kill... Two birds with one stone and have Two him on the show. Yeah. While he's getting investigated for yeah. sexual misconduct. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tom. It's unclear who the victim is, but <laughs> I gotta talk to Gus about this to be honest. All right. I mean you also have a interesting <laughs> relationship with him. Yeah, he's my he's <laughs> boy, he's my son, but and he's also boss. my boss. So it's like a weird inter- like There's y- some conflict about Usually usually it's the other way around. Usually it's the dad. Yeah. That's the boss, but it's a anyway. weird dynamic. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> with that out of the way, we have a very exciting episode today with a ton of awesome track action this past week and some funny little tidbits coming out in the news cycle as well. Before we get into it, we do have a little bean, sh- well, not a bean shout out, uh, 2.0 version, a little correction, which we're sending that over to Tom. Tom, so the three of us, this is kind of our tactic for not being like, uh, what's the word, being able to hold responsible for anything. We, we don't really know what's going on most of the time. Tom is our guy who knows what's going on. So when we are unsure, we send it over to him and he gets stuff sorted out. And so we have a little small apology about one of our bean shout outs last week in a correction, yes. I guess. Uh, yes. Big apology. Um, Madeline, uh, they were at, at the Miller's games, there's a group of three and they called George over after the meet and they threw him down a wonderful bag of beans and I don't think you could actually talk to each other from that distance, from <laughs> the upper level of the armory to the ground. We um, made it work. You made it work, but uh, there was an Instagram DM message that went into the Coffee Club Instagram that I didn't pass along. I said I would. Um, and it's a little bit of the context of the beans. And uh, yeah, so we just wanted to re shout out Madeline Tanik and Matt uh, for throwing down the beans. The beans are from. Blanchards might be getting that wrong from Richmond, Virginia. Tannig and Matt, fun fact, used to run with George, run against George and back in the day. Back in the day. Back in high school. And and George remembers. George mentioned this separately. <laughs> I just want that on the record. And Madeline also on the record, a day one coffee club fan. So we that. just wanted to do you right, Madeline. Thank so, you guys. Yeah. It was a bag of beans and then that was the first bag. And then we got given another half dozen. And yeah. I can't remember which was when was which. That, you think that was the most beans, beans per meat we've. I think done. so. Beans per capita. Yeah, beans Highest per capita. Rate we've had, I'd say so. Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good day. That's our metric up. for growth. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about six now. Six, five or six bags. So, once again, thank you very much, everyone, for those beans and. Um, Madeline, I hope uh, you accept our sincerest apologies. Yes. And I also... <laughs> we'll do way, a better job next time. What reminded me was Madeline Tag Coffee Club Pod on Strava, which I get a notification every single time. Um, <laughs> so if you really want to get yeah, directly That's the to direct us. line to us, yeah. Strava. <laughs> Join the Strava group and tag it. Mm-hmm. 
So with that out of the way, we'll get into some of the track action. The big meet, which uh, happened this past weekend, was well. Actually, I guess every country had their national indoors. I was going to say USA's, but every country pretty much had their indoor championships. Minus ours, <laughs> not our countries, <laughs> unfortunately. We just had some some other random meets. Wouldn't that be crazy if that would be so sweet <laughs> if we had an indoor track? Okay, let me ask you guys this: Now that it's short tracks, could you not just? I guess it would defeat some of the purpose. But could you not just like have a cool like two hundred banked like outside? Somewhere? Isn't that isn't that why they changed the name? Because they have like is that the why? intention of like hosting street meets and stuff, just like building a temporary track. That makes so much sense. That'd be so sick. Sebco's looking into the future. Well, they probably want to like. I mean, the energy from short track meets. You know, like there's nothing as exciting. That's what as they should have done. But if you do it outside, it takes away a little bit. Right, but at least you could get. It's better. It's probably better than a four hundred meter track with one. With like only people sitting on, the or a five hundred meter track in Zurich because <laughs> that thing <laughs> fucking <laughs> sucked. <laughs> what they should have they should have done a short track there on the edge of the lake, like beautiful Lake Zurich, yeah. short track outside. Instead, they made this put it on the lake. <laughs> Even better idea. If you need track inspiration, just go to any no context. Like he posts it like once a week of all the weird tracks of the world. Mm-hmm. You ever see those? I like, like that one shapes. in the forest. It's like it's like skinny at one end, and then it's like it looks like it's like a half mile long. <laughs> That'd yeah. be sweet. So yeah, maybe World Athletics is actually one step ahead of us in this case, and they've already thought this all through. But we'll go through a couple of them that had some good results. And USA's was close to us, I guess Spanish champs as well. But USA's, we had a couple of teammates out there representing. We were very excited to see Yard chopping it up in the three k and. Uh, it was a really entertaining race. I hope a lot of the listeners got to see it. Um, Coffee Club Track Club member Olin Hacker, he really like made it spicy, which was great to see. In the end, Yara did run away with a win in a round, I think was like 7.55-ish type times, which at altitude is is not bad at all. Um, Olin held on. He he went to the front, pushed it, and then Morgan Beetleskin came, I think, around him, and Olin came around him again to take second place, which was huge. We're still unsure if he is qualified for Worlds or not. Do we know? Ritz was very, like, pessimistic about it at practice the other day, which kind of annoyed me. Um, Apparently the final rankings come out tomorrow. Yeah, because he was like, oh, he's like, he's too down, he's too low on the rate. Like, there's like some list, uh, ranking list, he's like 15 people down or something behind Morgan, Beetlejuice, and Ritz was talking to Ronnie about it and was like more confident that Morgan would make the team, which makes no sense to me because Owen got second at the trial. At the, yeah. at it would the only indoors. be if, if Owen doesn't, doesn't end up in the rankings in, quarter in the rankings or whatever quarter. you call it. Whatever, Unfortunately, whatever we, don't, we, we, don't, no we don't actually know how it works. It's, it's, a, it's more of like a wait and see kind of thing. I think Owen posts about on his social media and kind of said that like, oh, we'll just wait and see if I make the team. Um, but when you um, look at the list, though, there's so many people not <coughs> running it. Yeah. Exactly, which is why like, I think that he'll. I think like a twenty Americans is only just is like not fi- in the three. Games. Only fifteen people get to go. Yeah, I guess that's so cut in the whole world. Yeah, so that's pretty yeah. small list. Two per country, apart from Ethiopia, which will get three, three. for having the defending okay. champ. So I three Ethiopians, at least twelve. People from the rest of the world. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's not many, is it? It is not many. But that's why the standard was also so hard at uh, seven thirty-four. So then I guess they fill up first, right? And then it would go to mm-hmm. ranking. Yeah, and then it goes next, to five K ranking, which is just yeah, crazy. Also, stuff. very confusing. So, Do you know uh, the biggest upset in that race? What was it? Yarrod yeah, pulling the the bicep flex instead of the finger guns. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that from Yard. 100%. When I was watching it, I was like, wait, is Yard flexing right now? <laughs> yeah. Is that his first? That's his first flex? His first, his first flex. Yeah. flex? He usually has yeah. a finger gun. Like he does the peace sign or the double yeah. thumbs up. He's never done the bicep. He always gives a really like wholesome smile after, yeah. which he did do again he did. as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very wholesome smile. Uh, I guess I should have mentioned it earlier. A big surprise kind of also was Abdi Noor. Yeah. We thought it was going to be a big Abdi Nervous. Yard battle with Abdi pushing it early. And he did try to do that, but not sure. He didn't quite have, like, the legs to go mm. to the front and, like, break open the field like he has done in the past in previous races. So, or, like, most of the field was able to stay in it. and mm. uh, But, yeah, it did result in a very exciting exciting finish in the end. So, it's pretty sweet to watch. Yeah. yeah. is Would they run 7.55? Yeah, it converted to an NCAA conversion, 7.44. Mm. Would that make nationals? <laughs> it's a great question, bro. <laughs> Maybe not. 
probably right on the edge. I think it'd Maybe be very close even. for Yarrod to make the NCAA National Indoor Championships with that time. So, Yeah, and we have a Yarrod quote in the notes. Uh, Tom put this one in. Did he say this just today or did he say yeah, this? Yeah, he, he was just talking about it. I asked him how the meat was and he said, Abiquirky? <laughs> Boring. That's <laughs> most of his recap. That place gets a lot of hate. Yeah. But he called it Albuquerque. Yeah. I mean, cool. it does get hate for good it reason, does. I reckon. Yeah, you, you think guys so? Are both being yeah, there. I mean, I went to Albuquerque. I mean, it was like we didn't race there, but it was <laughs> almost racing. They were almost racing, and then COVID hit, and then everyone started freaking out. And then Mick Byrne gave me the ultimatum of like, you're either staying in this country or you're going home. Um, it happened in Albuquerque? Yeah. Literally, he, literally Mick sits me down, <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm still thinking I'm racing, and Mick just goes, Yeah, um, <clears throat> you're not going to be racing. Uh, it's off. COVID's coming. You might have to think about either going home and spending time with your family or staying in America for the foreseeable future. You have 15 minutes. <laughs> That's pretty forward thinking of Mick to, yeah. at that point, and then be I aware decided of to stay. how serious the ramifications yeah. of everything was. I decided to stay in the US and I talked to my parents about it. But anyway. It was funny that was the shit. it was funny that the Big Ten was the first conference to pull out. And so we thought we were like still, quite like we were still racing at that point and then we're going to be like 11 people in the mile like total <laughs> i remember it was because like, without the uh the big 10 runners big ten runners yeah and then they would just like keep the field just keep getting smaller and smaller not a fan of Albuquerque. <laughs> the uh the the very first ones was harvard because yeah. i don't know it was everyone was like how could you guys do this to them like because harvard was saying like their runners are not allowed to go and compete and everyone that was like they were just so far ahead that it was like Controversial makes sense for Harvard, and that? then and then everyone makes just sense. like got on the same page. Yeah. Oh, they know everything. Yeah, <laughs> they know everything, Harvard. But I feel like Albuquerque. I just referenced Breaking Bad a lot. It's either like a lot of drug-related things around that area, and there's not much going on there. Josh Kerr lives there. Josh Kerr was at the meet. He said Yard said he's watching. Kerr was. Yeah, he's running down. Ch- checking out the competition. Yeah, he's running down. I think he right after the race he he. Did he have a model shoot? Like just UK, I'm doing it. Did he have a model shoot at <laughs> that the track? Is, that's my speculation. Tom? What's that? Did he have a model shoot at the track? Probably. Like yeah. he's just waiting for everyone to clear the track so he could do some shooting yeah. for Brooks. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually also the best in the USA. That's yeah. kind of like his. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the best American if I was American. <laughs> <laughs> that's his quote. <laughs> but no, I, apparently the track's really nice though. I remember doing strides in it. No, it's new, remember? Yeah, it's a really nice track. No, they, they, they like... Oh, they, they redid it. They got rid of their their old one was for sale. Remember, you could buy it. I didn't see that listing. I'm pretty. It was like a couple years ago. Say, we it that was. It was literally Facebook like, Marketplace. <laughs> it was listed somewhere. It was like two hundred grand or something. That's and then, not a bad price for a track. Yeah. I think we should have bought it. Rich would have bought it and put it in his backyard. <laughs> I think we should have. And then I'm pretty sure they got a new one. Maybe Maybe they since we were there. athletics <laughs> for outdoors. Yeah. If, if Coffee Club, if Gus purchased an uh, indoor track, where would he? Where would we put it? Put it anywhere he wants. Yeah. Just move it around every day. Yeah. Race you put it on the roof of the OAC gym. That'd be, be on wheels. Yeah. That's what the, I mean. That's Traveling, uh, that's what the armory is. It's like, isn't it like a second story? Oh, yeah. So it's like above like all the main stuff. Multiple and then there's stories. the armory. And then there's another story. It's up there. It's up there. But yeah, that was the, the men's 3K. And then in the women's 3K, we had Josette, who she ended up second, which, I mean, is she more, is she like, Going is that confirmed for her or is it it's the same, same ranking thing. thing? Same thing with Alan. I think we just have to wait and see. But I think she's more likely than really should Alan. have recorded the podcast tomorrow. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it'll we'll probably come out, news. and then yeah. by the time this actually comes out on Thursday, everyone will already know. From what I know from Ritz, which is not much, is that Josette's more likely to get in than Alan. <laughs> that's <laughs> what he told me. I, no, that's no, what Ritz yeah. told me. When you that's look bad. at Road to Glasgow, like Josette's way higher up yeah. on the. That's like, what Ritz told me in the US, like five k, three k thing. She's a lot closer. But yeah, another amazing dominant performance by ESP out the front, getting it done as well, just yeah. pulling away from the field, running it. Puree is time, so. crushing it right now. Yeah. yeah. Healthy puree. And then the 1500s, Nikki Hills getting it done. Nikki loves to win indoor nationals. So it was, it was I mean. Three P or three total? Three in a row, indoor, outdoor, indoor. Okay. Third total, I think. <clears throat> yeah. That must give them confidence, surely. <laughs> Like, it's not easy to win a US champ. That was also once. a pretty fast race. If we... I don't remember how that one played out. The gaps. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Made. No, that was honest. It was it very was. honest. Very honest. So that was a lot, and then still what, had to kick hard. What was time? 4.08. 4.08. Yeah, that is, that is very... 
plus a altitude. conversion must be pretty close to four minutes. Four Would that make nationals? Yes. Yes. That That's almost, fast. yeah. That's, That's pretty good. That's pretty fast. And then... So that was... Yeah, they know how to win races. Yeah. That's for sure. Mm. And the men's race was super exciting because there's just like so many bodies in there and what's our nickname? Hulk Cocker. Hulk Cocker. Yeah. Getting it done over Hobbs Tesla. Mm. And... I mean, the funniest, I don't know if you guys saw this, the funniest thing was just Hobbs crossing the line and then like two, three seconds later, just yelling, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's such good <laughs> camera work on it. <laughs> if you watch the race, um, wait, sorry, I just thought of this. See, George, if you had followed the rest of the field, you would have missed him seeing, saying fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, it's the funny. Oh, wait, can okay. we talk about the split screen? No, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about the split screen at this meeting. It was excessive for some of it. Did, mm, did I they don't know if everyone had finished by then. I'm trying right. to decide. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Because it was very bunched. It was. So they probably all had oh, finished yeah, at that point. It's a blanket it finish. Yeah. But uh, we'll call actually. A blanket finish. <laughs> a blanket <laughs> finish <laughs> from, from 2 to 12, yeah. it was a blanket finish. But, but Cole convincingly won it. But Hobbs, 100%, you can. Like, if you watched his race, you were like, yeah, I can see why he yelled that afterwards. Yeah. Because it was. You just watching that race, you can see how much. Tactics, I mean, tactics, luck, whatever you want to say, play into it, in, especially in indoor 1500 because just so hard to make moves with those turns coming at you in the way that they do and how wide you got to go. And Cole was just positioned perfectly behind the leader and then he made it an inside pass and just he, he probably ran like as close to 1500 meters as you could, whereas Hobbs was having to make these moves around the outside to try to get up. And uh, it was a really good race between him and I think it was a Vincent Chiardi um, towards the end. It was, but it ended up being Henry Wynn. Henry Wynn was coming ended through. Ended up third, yeah. I think. But Vince was in then that. tier, then Vince. Vince mm-hmm. was in that spot. So Henry Wyoming <laughs> and Vince uh, Chibata. They went 3-4. So okay. the, the two, f- what was crazy was that all 12 guys had the standard. No, so no, you look no down matter at the results, they all, yeah. They all no matter what, the top, yeah. t- top two were going to Glasgow, yeah, which yeah. would make us make a lot simpler for us idiots that don't know the ranking system. <laughs> Everyone. But it ended up, every, everyone, everyone in the race had this. Yeah, but the yeah. two the two favorites ended up prevailing, even though Hobbs almost blew it. Yeah, real simple. Yeah. But Cole looked really good. Cole? He did. Was he, it? he had a good interview afterwards too. I liked it. Did you? Yeah. What did he say? He just talked about how like I think he's had a lot of disappointment. He doesn't like getting second and third, but then he realizes like he's running against world champions, American record holders. Like he's running against good competition, and for him, it's about like taking those steps forward to where he believes he should be. So. Winning an uh, indoor sh- American, I was say Australian indoor American champs is a good step for him in that direction, because like his competition is three forty three mile, and also like a lot of the races he's running against, he's running against the guys that are winning world championships. So it was it was a cool reflective um, interview. And the one thing that I always forget about um, Hulk Cocker is that he's fucking young too, like Hobbs. You know, like they're both young guys. So it's didn't they? Cool how old is he? He's a little bit older than Hobbs, but is he twenty twenty three? Yeah. Right? I think he's younger than Yard. He's younger than Yard, I think. Cause, they cause did he say was, it. He was a junior or a sophomore when he beat Yard at Eugene. He might even. I think he's younger than that. It was ridiculous when they said it. Twenty-two, maybe. Yeah, Hobbs. Two thousand one, so twenty-two. Twenty-two, twenty-three. Going on twenty. Yeah, twenty-four. Jesus, these youngins, man. What the hell? So old. So like, it's pretty cool to see him develop as an athlete too. His senior year. He went pro pretty. What he went pro in his junior year? After two years, I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. The two top guys in the American uh, 1500 going to Glasgow are 20 and 22, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty young. Mm-hmm. Pretty young. So it's yeah. cool to see. Future is bright for the US middle distance. No, they've come through super strong. So. Yeah, definitely. Ollie's really changed his tune on <laughs> American 1500 running. I mean, <laughs> they've gotten a lot better. <laughs> you know what? You know what's happened, George? They've listened to me. They've listened mm, to me. They've listened that, to the podcast. That, maybe that's it. They've listened to Ollie and they said, "You know what, Ollie? <laughs> you're right. We've got to step up. <laughs> We've got to step up." We've seen these, you know, Stuart McSwains and. Every and, uh, race, they're just trying to prove you all these other people. I mean, everyone's trying to do that all the time. But we've seen all these people like just go out and crush races. Jake Whiteman. You know, it's nice to see that. Uh, you know, they, they're getting after it. You you're, you're making a real. You're making a real difference in the sport. Oh, I don't should, think... You I, should be proud of that. I think I'm just some guy. <laughs> I think the bit, the person that's making the most difference in this sport is probably, um, probably Josh Carrot and, and Jingy, surely. Those guys are definitely creating a good uh, good banter environment, as they say, in the middle distance world. And hopefully US can stick their nose in it a little bit. Get a bit of coal banter in there. Maybe some Yarrod, like, I don't know, I'm just here to have fun. Comment, I don't know, something like that. We we could we could I mean that is a good segue into 
into some Josh Kerr talk, which should was, it kind of seemed like you were being sarcastic, but it was actually like kind of accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Kermit. Well, he was, he was at the, uh, the American championships from our inside sources. Mm. <laughs> he was waiting for people to get off the track so he could do his model shoot for Brooks. That's what he was saying. He's like, wow, these people at my home track. I'm the best runner in the but US. I should be able to model on my track if actually, I need to. I saw it actually on the split screen. There was a screen in the top left corner yeah. of the race. It was a Josh what Oakley's, what Oakley's was he wearing? In the top, in the bottom right corner of pole vault. And in the triple? bottom little Triple corner split was, screen? Was Josh. He had his own little corner. <laughs> little corner. Yeah. Did they have a little of velvet of rope? SATF. Velvet rope with the, with, the, with the Oakley glasses? So this is yeah. the... This, I wish I had that. So they shit, heard man. what I was saying last week about a split screen with Josh. Yeah. <laughs> and so they said, all right. Yeah. We'll have a split the world champion's right yeah, there. We're split screen with Josh the entire meet. Yeah. He's a world champ. We'll have him on there. Just sitting in the stands. Josh, yeah, I think I think day two had like the NBC proper coverage, but day one they they broadcasted it through uh, USATF Journey to Gold. <laughs> I believe that's what it's called. <laughs> and it was had it was so it was so frustrating because it was yeah we always ask for a split screen and then they give us a split screen, but they didn't. I don't know if there's any way of doing this. They didn't like zoom in on the distance races. So, or the track races in general. So that there was, yeah, two field events going and the track races, but it was just so small on the side of the <laughs> yeah. screen. That's like the view you that you had for. to watch it. No, yeah, it was, a, it was a square and then corner to corner. And yeah. then there's 50% of the real estate. And then space, just blue. The just bottom, background. No, nothing. the bottom. Actually, yeah, the bottom, the bottom had and results. the side was both like results. results. So it was like the actual field for the Stimmy station. event was just so small. It was so hard to see. But I had to get the binoculars out. Like a majority of the screen just completely wasted Nothing. no it said UCA, USATF journey oh, to gold there, which is very important to yeah get. that's not wasted space <laughs> Tom right. come on <laughs> I remembered the name so I'm on the worked. journey now <laughs> it worked but yeah uh, that was it was a good attempt they tried <laughs> just need some just need some fine tuning yeah maybe there. just one of them big and one of them small and then just switch you know when the attempt starts you can switch because yeah the thing the reality back. is track event goes for in the case of uh, 1500 four minutes field events Two hours. Mm. Yeah. You, know? but you, you guys so you remember, go it's, it's a journey to gold. They haven't reached their destination yet, so they're still working on things, all right? <laughs> Jesus. Once it's, that's why it a metaphor. the alternative metaphor. is NBC Gold, and that had better coverage. That had better coverage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they've already hit the destination. Um, the they're already at the gold, whereas uh, USA is still having that journey. I feel simultaneously, well, I don't feel bad, really, but I feel <laughs> I feel very warm in my heart when I when I want to watch a track meet that I don't want to pay for and then I go into the Discord and there's like 30 people in there watching someone's live oh, stream. It's more, than <laughs> it's more than that. Like when there's a live stream, like hundreds of people tune in. Yeah. Like they fill up the... Like that I've never seen before. Yeah. Is this how you were watching it? All yeah, I watched it. I was like, no way Morgan has run a space. No, <laughs> I watched it on did my Discord. Did you hear Discord. what um, Jordan Donnelly did? With uh, some, I think it was on employees or something like that. What did he do? He went on the in our Discord to watch the meet because they couldn't watch it. No, they were like they're executives in the industry yeah, and in they the couldn't sport and they couldn't find they the couldn't stream. find the stream. So, so he went on our Discord, Discord to watch it for the executive. Yeah. Whoever we're, is we're making a real difference. Whoever <laughs> is the person that is like has paid for it and is streaming on the Discord, you're just such a hero. You're 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 like literally a hero. We we did take care of a bunch of the people last year that stream. We sent merch, but. <laughs> if nice. I'll try to keep an eye out for who's who's new or if you are a streamer on our Discord, uh, <laughs> we'll give you some love. A message, yeah. We'll give you some love. So that's. Is there anything else from USA's that was exciting? No, Lyle's got the got a big dub over mm. Coleman, which was pretty mm. cool. If you're into the sixty meters, which I'm not. <laughs> what Honestly, can we do? We do we think there's a Ollie's theory is that there's a clause in sprint contracts that stops them getting world record bonuses at altitude. And well, that's why, why would it's, they... It's a theory, it's not like, why would it's you, not proven. I've never seen a contract. Why, why would they not all go to Flagstaff, we had cash this, in all yeah. these world record bonuses? Because what it's athletics like, don't recognize... Like, they're they all care. at Milrose last week in New Balance, and then a week later, they're in Albuquerque, and suddenly they're running, they're running fast. so fast. And it's like, oh my God, they've got so good in the last week. It's I, like, well... I doubt that clause is in there. I think it's just so hard to... But you still have to be really good to. Yeah, you do it every record. time they go. But that's like that's like you particularly like if you had Jakob, say for example in distance running, if you had an altitude conversion, it would count as a world record. Then like if I was Jakob or Josh, I would try and run at Albuquerque and just run like a ridiculous two mile a mile and get that world record. I'm sure you, you would do that. Mm-hmm. But that's it might, like it might be like a uh, wind dated. Like it could be like asterisk 
like it's not going to go in a record book. I don't I know. Think I think it does. We though. should fact no, check. It does. It, do- it does. No, what like, they announce it. it. You're not, you're not allowed to have a tailwind, but you're allowed to have the advantage of running the altitude, altitude. Yeah, which is like the same thing. Like they run so, so fast. When George and I had this had this discussion, I was saying maybe in their contracts there's like some sort of world record clause where they like say like your, your world record has to be set not at altitude or not like no aid mm-hmm. from altitude. I don't even know if Grant had to run because he didn't run the final because he's got a f- free pass into Worlds. Yeah. Runs a prelim, world record, cashes the check, doesn't run the final. But I think... <laughs> I, off so to, crazy. Off to Glasgow. It's so crazy. But they do that. He's done that at outdoors as well. Mm. He has. So yeah. I think that's just a No, he was probably going to do that no matter I wonder what. what the indoor world record bonus is for his contract for Grant because surely he's fucking hit that like 17 <laughs> times. Yeah, hasn't he got like 29 like, of I the think top he's unbeaten. <laughs> I think he's unbeaten in 60 meter. For like a long time. For a very long time. Since like he was like one years old, I think. Yeah, I think since mm. he could walk. <laughs> <laughs> he's never been beaten in a 60 year old. We have to get a sprint run to ask him that question because yeah. my immediate thought is like that probably doesn't exist, but maybe brands are smart and they do that. I just think the athletes just couldn't be bothered going to altitude mm. to do it. I mean, I'd be bothered if I was going to get a fat paycheck. For a world well, like an Olympic standard, or yeah. well, there's, there's, there's got to be something. So I can tell you this: they do do it for Olympic standards because there's. I know people that, not to expose them, they go to the track in Sierra Nevada in long jump to get standards. Mm-hmm. Like people do it, really. So it is a thing. Just maybe like people do it, do like, it. Morgan, are we bringing US up your long jump in. career? Or yeah. what? <laughs> I may, I may have qualified for <laughs> nationals in the long jump before by going to Sierra Nevada. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Like if we, we don't I don't know, know what the what the distance equivalent. Like if there was like a net downhill, let's go to the downhill road race. That for some reason they just let us run. Mm. Like yeah, okay, we'll go do it. Can we go below sea level? Yeah, we we'll go to the. Where's that? Atlantis. The well, that's why, they, that's why they were doing that, like... <laughs> the Red Sea or something? Yeah, we'll just fucking set up some sort of base in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. That's where Gus wanted to move that track, actually. Yeah, <laughs> below. How much of an the Great Barrier Reef would that even give you, I wonder? I don't know. I wonder if that would actually work. That's a great thought, though. We need to f- get that checked. Mm. It'd be hard to breathe because of the water. <laughs> <laughs> we can work around that. We can we'll, problem we'll solve that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That's a that's a minor issue. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a big issue for us. Well, I'll pass it. Research. That's my only other take from USA. Yeah. It is crazy how fast they can run. But yeah, so I don't know. Is there any other champs that we want to talk about? Um, uh, the UK fifteen hundred meters. I'd love to talk about that. Super with, exciting with uh with foggy, foggy doggy YouTube battle. <laughs> YouTube battle. <laughs> big YouTube. Battle. Honestly, right. it's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those finishes you watch where you just would never get tired of it. What's one, of those, one of those split ones. Yeah. Someone on each side couldn't defend both sides. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of, sorry, I always forget the name of the other. Kalamelsons? Kalamelsons. Distance Project. Distance Project. Coffee Club fans. Yeah. They came up <laughs> we in met Riga. Them. We yeah. met them in Riga. Lab. That's yeah. really. Yeah. Really nice guys. Yeah. yeah. He has like a full dedicated cameraman who's like on it. Mm. Charlie. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. No, he's so really cool. good too. It, it is cool to see. I mean, I don't know if we're the exact audience. But like, imagine if you've been imagine if you're a younger kid and you've been watching either him or Fog Dog for like two or three years at this point, and then they're running like three fifty in the mile now. Like that's pretty. That's sick. pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's how I feel when I watch Team Ingebrigtsen personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's like a. You like feel very invested. A, yeah. It's like making a character in like NBA 2K, like my player, and watching them <laughs> like slowly chip away and yeah. build up, and now they're just world class. It yeah. ended up being just a, a win-win for YouTube, though, because the two YouTubers yeah. were selected. Right. Oh, they, really? they didn't select, yeah, because the that. first guy didn't have a YouTube channel. Pierce Copeland, <laughs> man, get a YouTube channel, otherwise you're not making any UK <laughs> yeah. teams. They, said, they said they now. couldn't well, select UK, him. UK. Nothing, nothing to do with the standard. It was just because yeah. he didn't have a YouTube. UK Athletics <laughs> needs the money, and where do you think they're going to get a lot of that advertisement from? You <laughs> Google, know? Google advertising. Good advertising <laughs> yes. for them. They, need, they, don't, they don't have a budget to pay for advertising, so they need these YouTubers. The YouTube partner program is also the World Athletics partner program. <laughs> 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 There's another page, Road to... like. There's, there's, there's a drop down on the road to Budapest, road to Oregon, road to Paris, and it's like YouTube channel subscribers, and that's really why we do this. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to bump those numbers. Yeah, yeah. those auto cues. Yeah. But yeah, we should give a shout out to Piers Copeland as well for mm. coming through on the inside and getting a really exciting dub. It was sick to see. Um, so he doesn't get. He doesn't go though. No, because he doesn't have the standard. Tough. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Mm. If I'm that guy. But he's pretty happy with the dub. That's a, that was a big win for him. Did you guys see the finish at the Irish 1500-meter champs as well? No, I did uh, not. It was uh, Cathal, Cathal I, I don't know how to pronounce Irish names, Cathal Doyle. Uh, 
I'm friends with him, but I don't know how to say it. Verse. We'll get Kyle Murray. Is it, you know, the really good young one, Griggs? Griggs. Yeah. Griggs. Yeah. He ran like the European cross. Yeah. That yeah. one. They like literally had, it was just them two side by side, lost 100 meters and Cathal got it done with a dive at the line. They both dove. Really? <laughs> both of them dove. Really. Both hit the ground? Yeah, both hit the ground. Oh, both yeah. laid there for like yeah. Putting the body seconds. on the line for the dub. Love so, to hear it. Do yes. they, are they going to Worlds? I don't know if they understand it. <laughs> but it was sure. a grace. Who's the other guy that's got the really good eyebrows? Uh, I know who you're talking Andrew about. MTC? Corsgren. Andrew Croissant. Corsgren. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't in the he race. He wasn't in the race. Okay. I don't think so. I don't know. But uh, back to British champs. Sorry. Kerr was not in the 3K. Actually, James West won the 3K. Mm. Shout out to him. Defended his title from last year, I believe. But big news that was announced. Was it today? Or yesterday? I, I was sometime today or yesterday. Yeah. This morning. It was it was this on morning. my flight. Hot off the press. Yes. Kerr has announced that he is running the 3K in Glasgow. Which, where is it, Glasgow? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, pretty fucking sick because he was yeah. being really teasing everyone this yeah. hot for the past three months if he's going to do it or not. And yeah. That's my theory. It. It, Morgan believes in him, but I'm thinking maybe he <laughs> all along intended on running. He just wanted this big reveal two weeks out. Because now we're all talking about it. It's worked or out pretty well for him. It has worked out really well. It's annoying. Isn't he, isn't, he, isn't, he, isn't he Scottish? Isn't mm-hmm. he from Glasgow? No. Or like Edinburgh. that's like a home. Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. well, it's still home, home. Yeah, definitely. Definitely home away from home. You know, so that'd be exciting for him. I mean, it'll be huge. It'll be one of the hardest races. I mean, the at the fifteen hundred will be harder, but this three k field is going to be so amazing. As Jordy would say, it's going to be legendary. <laughs> it's going to be legendary. Pastor, and he was just telling us this morning that running indoors in Glasgow is the loudest meet he's ever run it in his life. Really. But yeah, like most hype crowd or something. Yeah. First time he's like thought he had to like cover his ears in a stadium or something. Damn. I've never so felt that way before. Yeah. <laughs> I've never walked yeah. in a stadium and be like, how my ears? <laughs> Maybe that was someone in the stands told him that. So we'll see if that um, brings true. But that's the thing. He might have had a lot of fans there. Like, you know, a bit yeah, different for other probably people. Probably more than Josh Kerr will have. <laughs> yeah. A bit different yeah. for other people. But. No, but that's pretty sick that he is actually doing it. Because I feel like there will be a lot of Scots. Oh, yeah. They'll be going crazy for him. They'll they'll be loving it. I mean, he's I don't know. I mean, he's based in America, but I feel like he polls pretty well back home. I'm just saying that based off nothing. He, he was <laughs> just on, those yogurt commercials. He was on yogurt <laughs> containers for a while. He was on what? Yeah. On yogurt containers. Yeah. Him and Whiteman and um, Laura Muir. Laura Muir gets some good. Mm. She's Scottish as well, right? Yeah, she, she is. She gets all a lot all, of she's pretty much all the good runners in the UK are from Scotland. Well, he's also been in the newspaper once a week for the past. 15, 16 weeks. Really? What's this world? He's been doing an interview. Oh, yeah. Mm. He gets brought up between him, Wyman, and Jakob. You know UFC? Like, they have, like, the pre-meet where they have the two um, athletes come in and they talk shit to each other. They should do that with Jakob and Josh. I thought you were going to say with Yared and Josh in Glasgow. (laughs) We we should have a (laughs) weigh-in. Yared can be the surprise third guest that comes in. But he's just on his switch and he's not paying attention. Yeah. And then you have like Kerr like acting a bit like Conor McGregor, got the f- your furry coat, the glasses. Ooh, d- th- do you think he is a Conor McGregor? A bit, you know? He kind of tries to be for sure. And then you got like freaking Jakob coming in, like very serious, probably a couple of new tattoos, a few more piercings. Um, is is Jakob serious though? I feel like he's joking. I, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I feel like he's not serious. I mean, yeah. not as serious as Josh. I feel I like, like Jakob's like. Uh, do you think who do you think's winning the mental battle here between Josh yep. and Jakob? Who do you think is actually winning this battle? Because I think Jakob is kind of maybe winning. Maybe oh, really good question. I vote Jakob. His, his, I vote Jakob. Whoever's translating his quotes is <laughs> is great for it. <laughs> is is mis- mistranslating everything he <laughs> it's says. So good. Because so we did, we didn't get to the latest quote last yeah, we week. Gotta, do you want to say what it was? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it written? What, I don't want to mess it up. Well, I don't have was the exact it? quote. I just okay, have the, the, I could have. I could pull up in response to Josh running eight minutes. At Milrose, he said, "I could have beaten him. I could have won that race blindfolded." <laughs> he did. He did say though, it's great to see his competitors getting better mm. because it's he's great. very patronizing. So he, yeah, he, do, so he doesn't have to run alone anymore. Yeah, he's like saying that's good for this. It's good for like him that his competitors are running. Yeah, but he's better. saying it as a joke now. I think he is. <laughs> I. It's for the thing. The ninety-eight other time, out of a hundred other we've, times. We we're, we're personal friends with Jingy. We've had him on the podcast. He he answered the call with a freaking. Disco Globe. We know we know he's got a bit of <laughs> bit of spunk. You're at his freaking honeymoon. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was. 
but I, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't want to bring that up. Like that's, you know, that's a bit of a personal thing. But Sorry. like in general, you know, we're close to him. We, we we're tight. I, I do think he's winning the battle a little bit because I think Josh is much more serious about it, and Jakob's kind of just like poking the bear a little bit. That's my assumption of it. I could be wrong. Like this I is my uh, thing for Josh. Sorry right. to cut you off. Go for it. I think Jakob just on kind of paper and not. I mean, Josh is literally the world champion. I think Jakob is like such a bigger entity. Yeah. And Josh, by what he's doing, is bringing himself up to that entity. Jakob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So even if Jakob is overall winning, I think Josh is gaining more potentially. With, with yeah. social media, I need to check this right now, actually. I want to see Josh Kerr's following, see if it's increased a lot. <laughs> because a <laughs> No, this because in general, with like, with, we know like Jakob's probably like the, one of the biggest followed distance runners on social media. So I want to see if like Josh is gaining a lot because I know like for Whiteman, he was pretty, I feel like Whiteman was pretty chill when he won World Champs. Like, not crazy. Well, I think Josh is really elevated. Like well, Josh, said. like two years ago, didn't have a very big social media presence. Even when he was doing the Sit and Kick podcast, like not a massive mm. social media presence for how good he is at running. Well, Jake no, went. Jake went the YouTube route instead of the mm. modeling <laughs> social media. Honestly, route. not as not as big as I thought it would be. What are we Sixty-one point five k for Josh. It's pretty good. Let's see, Jake. Whiteman. Fuck. Yeah. So, well, he's got like. 10, 12, Jake Whiteman has now. more followers. <laughs> wow. Jake Whiteman has more followers. And he's 60, definitely trying less hard. Wow. That surprised That's me. Cool. Maybe, yeah. you know, that that could be a product of him being based in the UK. I think you get, mm. uh, if you're, I think if you're a world champ and you're based in your country, Jacob you get so much Ingebrigtsen, guess how, guess how much? He's actually gone up. Like 120? No, he's like, isn't he like 400? 551k. Oh, Five hundred and fifty one K. Approaching that ten million. And remember mark, remember his remember his quote, he said I could have like four or five million followers, but I choose not to be an influencer. Said I choose 10. to be a Yeah. That's the thing. I, I mean I I could be totally wrong here, but it sounds like every time Josh says something about Jingi, it doesn't sound like a joke. He's like talking about his race strategy or his psychology. And every time Jakob talks about it, it's like, it's just so oh, like <laughs> blindfolded. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It always seems funny when it comes from from him like right. the thing is say let's take that comment for example like Josh could never say that to Jakob only Jakob can mm. say that to people It's a, yeah. which means something I yeah. don't know what it means mm. but it means something it means that he has the um, the territory I reckon like that territory of he's got that what, territory what, what is Jakob because when, when people like this is the thing right Josh Kerr runs that who do people want to go and ask about that race they don't go to Yard they go to Jakob Jakob has that territory of like mm. what do you think of this and he's like uh oh, you know, I could do that blindfolded. Yeah, I'm just impressed at how many interviews he seems to be doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's really just letting loose. He's just busting them out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one a week at least. Both of them. Yeah, Josh Kerr as well. There's just all these funny little tidbits that come out. Uh, this is like a real aside or a, a weird connection, but Josh Kerr was also he had some really good comments about Moketeer stuff. They they asked him about. It. I think it must have been after Milrose. And one thing that I picked up on, which was really interesting. And I do want to get more into Josh Kerr's post-race interviews that we didn't talk about, about his employees and stuff, because it's so funny. But he said that he wakes up at 5 or 6 a.m. Did you guys see that? Who, Josh? Jingy? Or Josh? Josh. Josh. For his whereabouts. He said, I normally, set my whereab- I normally set my whereabouts when I wake up, which is usually 5 or 6 a.m. That's crazy. As what a professional runner, <laughs> I would love to know that. Yeah. It makes mm. no sense to wake up that early. He has an employee to sleep for him. <laughs> How many employees did he say he had? I think five to six. What are they doing? Hey. Food. He has he has a personal chef. Food. Social, Social media. media. There's there's two food because there's chef and nutritionist. Chef. Okay, so that's three. Probably psychologist. Dave. Four. That counts. Who's Dave? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dave. Ribbage. Is is Danny Mackey one? Danny Mackey. Like is he, he probably counts him? Could be. Could what's be. the CEO of What's the CEO of Brooks? What's his name? Good Probably day. works for Josh as well. Us as well. We're on his payroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we're for the amount of exposure we give him, the, the real winner are our fans. Uh, well, the problem is Jakob didn't Ray. didn't check yeah. us the payroll. other day, so <laughs> we had to like look for a new payroll. Yeah, because Jakob hasn't been paying us recently. We haven't been talking about him as much, so we moved to Josh. That, he's been paying. I think the quote you're referring to, I'm guessing, is the the million dollar quote, which quote? <laughs> from the post race interview. What it was what ridiculous. Was it? He said, if a if I spend a million dollars, if I make a million dollars and I spend a million dollars, but I end up with a gold medal, then it's like a successful year. <laughs> it's uh, like the LeBron James. That. I think he's maybe... Uh, the, it's para. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like taking a page out of LeBron's book. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was kind of a ridiculous post race interview. Who says that? Yeah. No one says that. LeBron James. Bro, this LeBron, isn't. Yeah. This isn't pay to win, bro. Come on, this isn't a video game. <laughs> you can't just buy it. You can't just buy the medal. Yeah. Maybe you can. <laughs> Maybe you can actually. Yeah, Maybe yeah it's wor- it's working pretty well. <laughs> he's doing uh, good. I uh, really hope that means that he's spending a hundred percent of his income right now. <laughs> I hope that's what that means. That'd be pretty boring. I mean, isn't that what that means? Text free. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the reality is a hundred. As I think all of us, as fellow pro runners, would if we were big enough entities, yeah, I'd take on more employees. If it made sense, I would hire a chef. If it made sense, I'm not a big enough entity, unfortunately. No, <laughs> working my way there. Yeah, I mean, when you've won an Olympic medal and a world championship, I think you can start to move into. But that there's a lot of people that probably have done that that don't then go and hire a bunch That's of staff. As well. Yeah, like yeah. it takes a certain that type of saves them a lot of money. Surely it does. No, <laughs> fuck no. Well, you don't think it saves you, them a lot why, of money? How would it save them money? You, spend you don't have to spend like five <laughs> or six on employees. You can just like spend Wait. on yourself. Wait, which Wait. thing are you saying? Yeah, what are you saying? I'm saying that, like, for example, okay, look at these two world champs, right? You got Jake Whitecastle and Josh uh, Kermit. So Jake Whitecastle doesn't have, like, six employees probably, right? Let's just say that as, like, a base, right? He's probably saving more money than 100%. Josh Kermit, right? That's 100%. what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. But then, like, Whitecastle could still beat Kermit. Um, could. Because, like, Whitecastle's an amazing athlete, has his shit down pat, makes his food. That's what George is saying. That, He's yeah, saying you don't, I mean, have, like, you don't have to spend the money. That's what I mean. Is that, like, I think, like, maybe for Kermit, this is how he can stay at that best level, whereas, like, Whitecastle might not need that. But Kermit does, you know? We'll see what happens, I, I guess. guess. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I guess you'll never really see because you could just always say, like, Kermit would probably... Run really well, regardless, because he has in the past. Yeah, he's always turned up for championships. But I do love the business mindset of it. I really like it mm. from from that standpoint. Invest in yourself. I think mm. Ollie, you just have to beat them. <laughs> Me, yeah, you. Well, I can't wait to write my biography about it. The, it's going to be called the Horn. What would your What would your first employee be? My first employee. Yeah, uh, I would hire Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> To write to write my autobiography and then just turn it into like a rabbit hole of like some random fucking story. I mean, they, a horror I story. Think horror story that's, yeah. that's really sm- they're not thinking big enough. Like <laughs> yeah, their legacies, you know, records get erased. Okay, people I want to talk about medals, but people always buy books. I want to talk about this um, with you, Wom Tang, because it was my birthday recently, and I saw a particular company wished me a happy birthday. Um, and that would be a company that I would work with if I had the same kind of, uh, if I was the same entity as, as Kermit and White Castle is like Mountain Dew. I would just like, but on like, you know how Usain Bolt had his own flavor of uh, Gatorade? Yeah. Did the he? whole flavor yeah, of the Mountain whole Dew. Flavor. <laughs> yeah. I We're think hundred percent, like, I don't know why, especially that haircut. Like that just tells me Mountain Dew. I don't know why. Like I can uh, see. Probably of ninja. I think it's the artificialness <laughs> of it. It's because of Ninja. The same stuff that went. Natural. The same this stuff that went into your hair. George. They put it Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Because right extra flavor. Yeah. I can. I can. I think there's also bleach in Mountain Dew. So. <laughs> Isn't it just a no-brainer? Yeah, small amount. Isn't it just a no-brainer for like really unhealthy companies to sponsor like athletes? Like really high performing athletes. Well, there's three sponsors I want. Yes. I want <laughs> actually. I want DoorDash. I want. Um, Mountain Dew KFC is a big sports sponsor And then <laughs> I sense. want um, VB Yeah Which mm. is a Which is a beer Australian beer brand But Nice But that like if When I When I win The uh, 10,000 meters In Los Angeles By sitting and kicking <laughs> On On um, He's called it now The 10k Called it now The 10k <laughs> 2028 2028 I sit and uh, kick in, in LA Then I'm just gonna cash out And all those things Yeah Yeah, yeah. So Tom, please work on that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. All right, I can't talk about it, but and then yeah, I'll set up a Gus, uh, a Gus like a meet and greet business. Mm-hmm. So like you can meet and greet Gus. You can see him for five hundred dollars. You can touch him for a thousand. Like as in pet him. <laughs> Just a business business ideas business, left, right, and center yeah, here. Exactly. So we tangent- tangentially talked about it in that quote. What does that word mean? I don't know, but that was. <laughs> That was uh, res- that <laughs> responding to uh, some stuff about Moketeer. And maybe we should touch on the Moketeer updates as well, which literally came out, I think, the day after we recorded last week's episode. So we just missed it. But he is choosing not to appeal anymore, which once you go through the, the documents or whatever it is, you can see why he's not appealing it because all three of his missed tests or filing failures, whatever you want to 
refer to them as just not good excuses, mm. unfortunately. Well, unfortunately for him. I mean, it was a shocker, wasn't it? Yeah. It really was. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, like, it's been brought to our attention and everyone's always had this suspicion with Kit Kat Katir. But uh, if you look at certain other athletes that I'm, like, I'm just not going to bother naming them, but have had those whereabouts situations publicized and you can see, like, their excuses, they're just fucking terrible. It's like, it's just the same thing. Like, it's just, it's yeah. just the same, like, la- not laziness, but just, like, how do you, how do you think this is going to fly? Like, people aren't this stupid. It's so unfulfilling, though, in a way, seeing it, because you still, like, you, you, still, still, don't don't, you still don't actually know, if, don't know. if he took drugs or not. No. Mm-hmm. There's and no confirmed positive test, which is, like, the shit thing. It's, like, a lo- yeah. it's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. It really is. Like, you can, assuming the worst, let's say he was just in this world doping, he gets off, like, he gets two years to just, just do the enhanced lay games. Low, mm. Enhanced games, come back. Or, or just like lay low for two. And he's 27 when he gets He's back. really young still as yeah, well. I was shocked. It's I so thought he was a lot older than that. No, he's To young. be honest. Yeah. He when came I saw how young he was, young. I was like, damn. It's, it's just hard because I don't know. It's like, I mean, none of us take drugs. So it's really hard for us to, I think, get in the mind of someone. I do. <laughs> so maybe you can explain this to us. <laughs> but it's like so hard because on one hand, he's like a competitor that we've like, like lined up against before and just like kind of a person. And so I think you want to, you want to believe and be optimistic, but then it's just like the suspicious stuff. And then it's like, well, yeah, if someone did take drugs and they wanted to seem clean, I would probably say exactly some of the things like that he's saying. Try to be an eternal optimist and like, be like, oh, well, he's competing. I've been in races where I've seen him, like drug testers have come and grabbed him to do testing. Like I've seen him get tested. Like, Did you you see him Peter? Didn't see him pee, but I saw the guy with the the, the clipboard come over, and then Katir chucked a fit in Brussels, and then me and Stewie looked at him and like we're like, dude, why are you like everyone gets tested? But I think he was getting tested a lot. Everyone does get tested, but the whereabouts thing showed that he was getting tested a ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. Well, not a ridiculous amount. That's the wrong way to say it. He was Just getting tested a lot. lot. Yeah, a lot more than uh, than I get tested. Yep. I think was it like twenty eight times in a year or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty out of competition, maybe. That's not 30 including out of competition. Uh, yeah, it's not including. Bro, I get races. I get like two. <laughs> I guess I'm not as good as him. Well, we're gonna start coffee club is implementing our own whereabouts. You guys have to keep me recorded. <laughs> uh, Are you taking out I'll urine as well? Yes. Our samples. Yep, yep. and then uh, Gus will do a smell test. <laughs> and if he if he sneezes or throws Clean up, podcast. then it's a sign. I wish I knew more about the number of the length of the the band. Why? Why is it two years versus one year? Yeah, who got one year? We were talking about Coleman, Coleman right? Coleman. Christian Coleman got one year. But I think maybe because they, is it because Katia tried to appeal and then didn't. So it's to do with it's to do with the degree of fault that they deem you at. Mm. And so Katia looked pretty bad on a couple of these because he tried to like what's the word? He tried to like make it seem like. Um, he had done the right thing when he clearly hadn't. I think, like, for at least one of them, he went in after and changed his whereabouts to, like, what would have been correct. And then he's like, no, look, my whereabouts are correct. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, at the time it was not correct. So I think he did a couple of uh, not-so-smart things, which they don't look very kindly on that. No. Whereas I think if I think if it's a more clear-cut case, I think they can just give you one year if they think, like, if they think you were more, like, hard done. I don't really know how they would exactly like decide it but i think yeah if they seem like you were less at fault like then they'll just give you one year if it was like maybe for an example um you i don't know say your mum's in town and you go out for um sizzlers and you like do the all you can eat buffet and you feel really sick and then your mum's like oh you can come like we'll come back maybe have a drink watch um teletubbies or something and then you're on the bed and then you like pass out and fall asleep and then you wake up and then drug testing came and you just say, oh, shit, I, I forgot. And then you just tell them what happened. Oh, that's his, I was gonna have and then that happens, that happens three times. I, I that, think that's like... That's a one year. There's a clause that's with a water. <laughs> when you say Sizzlers, they get it. They know. It's yeah. Funny. I always thought Sizzlers was just like a hot dog place. What is Sizzlers? I have no idea. Sizzlers? It sounded like such a specific situation. I feel like this must have happened. Sizzlers is like an all-you-can-eat buffet they used to have in the US and then they got rid of them because um, because it's unhealthy. That can't be the reason. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's maybe because of COVID or something or maybe they've like, they just lost, like, lost a lot of money or something. 
I don't know. Or if it's a Siddler's, if it's a, if it's a Chuck E. Cheese, like if it's somewhere you go and you eat a lot of food. Wherever you like to go with your mother. <laughs> yeah. To celebrate her being or in town. Wherever you take your mum out for dinner. Well, yeah. I mean, my mum is a big fan of um, Red Lobsters. <laughs> is there lobster. a Red Lobster? I like heard they had good biscuits. Of? They have great biscuits, yeah. No, my mum's not a fan of Red Lobster. She she hates all uh, establishments like that. Red Lobster sounds terrible. Mm. I can't imagine going. Well, see, I don't like seafood very much, especially like you like shellfish. shrimp, though, don't you? Shrimp smoking. Let's, <laughs> let's not get into it. So, like, that is my like that is going to be my least favorite place, just generally, but also just like a a chain seafood place because you know seafood. I feel like it has to be so fresh. Mm. You also want it to be like who, the ocean. Okay, this is my serious question. Who orders? I can't remember what's called. The fish sandwich at McDonald's. Fish fillet. Fish fillet. DJ Khaled. Really? Yeah, like, he orders it a lot because he, he posts on his story because he's. Uh, I don't think he can eat. I think he maybe it's because like fish is like a big. I think he's. I don't know. Maybe because he's. I'm not saying because he's Muslim that he eats fish, but I know that like people like eat <laughs> fish when they don't want to eat like a burger was, or something because it might have bacon in it or something. I don't know. Was that his Travis Scott meal? Like, did he get a DJ Khaled? <laughs> DJ fish Khaled. Fillet of- no, I think his Travis Scott meal was like when he um he was doing he might have done some sort of thing for for Chili's. Ch- I'm a Chili's man, just for the record. Applebee's is pretty good. Chains. They have do- Dollaritas. Hey, I'm a Chili's guy. You're Chili's guy. Yeah. I like Chili's too. I'm I'm a, I'm probably close to. I mean, I know George is a is a massive um, raising canes guy. Yeah, George loves raising canes. <laughs> is this true? Yeah, I've seen no, George, but they but they don't have weight service. Just, like drinking the sauce. I feel like they're not in the same category as Red Lobster mm. Chili. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a t- they're a table of Applebee's. Well, apples, oranges. You know what's fr- freaking good? Waffle House. I heard that place was terrible. Hotly debated. Well, I like Waffle House because it it think it makes me feel like I'm in like a 1970s. When diner. have you gone to Waffle House? Uh, just like <laughs> in distant, distant freaking Texas. One time I just yeah, went to Waffle so. House. They're open 24 there. hours, aren't they? Yeah, and the and the waitresses they are so nice, but the coffee's yeah, nice. not very good. Big shocker. <laughs> Absolute yeah. shocker. I was looking around, could not find a Lemazoka machine. It was disappointing. <laughs> so, a big letdown. Um, back to the uh, whereabouts thing. How do you feel about, I feel like everyone always talks about the retroactive, you know, uh, the records From, and the results. And I know Luis was like mm. posting mm-hmm. some stuff and it's kind of, it's especially heartbreaking for him because he, Goes back to compare, you know. Goes back Mario to his fourth. Goes back to his last test, as opposed to his last, his third missed test, as opposed to his first missed test. Correct. Yeah, I think so. So, it's so like it went October, back to like October, which is just after. Also, sorry, just before we get yeah. into it, I'm so impressed that he like just said fucking and kept racing when he knew he was <laughs> about to get banned. Like that's that's a certain type of ballsy. I don't know. But maybe he believed he could appeal. Like yeah. it's at one point, maybe he thought he was going to be able to race under protest. Yeah. That's a hard one. That's such a hard one, though, because yeah, it's like he didn't fail the drug test. Mm. So well, it's it's mm. like for me, it's a lose lose because I think it's a win when, like for example, the the Shelby situation, she tested positive for Man a prohibited days. substance. She got the ban. I think that's a win because that's what drug testing is about. But Shelby got banned. <laughs> yeah, no, she's back thing. actually. Well, she'll be back soon. But like that 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 process, you're like, okay, that's a process. And she's found with this substance in her and this is the ban. It just makes sense. When it comes to this whereabouts stuff, it's like, yeah, it's like he's been tested, what, 30 times? And then the three times he's not tested out of 30, he gets a two-year ban, but he's not actually tested positive for anything. So every time he gets in front of a microphone, when he comes back running in two years, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I never took drugs. Like, Wait, it's, yeah, That's the hard thing because like people, people are just still gonna, not going to like, people are still like, going to be like, not believe him. But but there, but there's a reason for that because the the counter argument to that is that maybe those three times he had just taken drugs and then mm-hmm. he purposely evaded those tests. But that's the, mm-hmm. the shitty thing is you just don't know. Yeah. But you have to have the system in place. Yeah. For that reason. For that reason. Yep. I agree. And it, and but that's the thing is like if you're, it just goes back to it's like he's been so good for quite a while now, and if you're at that level, you have to be so fucking on your whereabouts. You have to be so on it. You have to be very very careful if you're taking. Any kind of like antibiotic or anything that you like, you check, you check, make sure that's not on the pre- like. You just have to be so on that stuff because like you can just ruin your life. Yeah, and that's, that's something Josh like you think, think that Moketi would be smart about, particularly being somebody that I think a lot of people have been scrutinized against. He would be very smart about 
his situation. So then seeing that, it's like, well... Especially once you miss the first one. Then you're like, all right, if I go get my shit together. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. It's just, yeah, it's it's not good for the sport. You almost yeah. think like, or my conspiracy brain is like, I'll take the whereabouts instead of the other band. No, that's like literally, that's, that's literally, literally what people yeah. do. You would you, you game it to get the, that's like what people would do. You assume. Yeah. But that's why, that's why like back to whole this whole gray area thing. There are some people who, if you have a whereabouts band, like, like mentally, they'll treat that the exact same as like, uh, as you test a positive for drugs and for good reason. Like, cause that is the, why the system is in place for people that are trying to like, you know, yeah, evade the test or whatever. Like it makes sense. But, I'm just saying, like, personally, I don't, I don't quite necessarily see it like that. But then it's so hard because it's not like I'm going to be able to individually judge every person who has three missed tests um, and be, like, do my own little uh, assessment of if I think, like, they mm. took drugs. I don't know these people, you know. Mm. But, yeah, so I so a lot of people do, like, treat them the exact same for those types of reasons. And I get it. It's just hard to know how to feel about it sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm all in on the advanced in <laughs> advanced <laughs> Well, this yeah, is my games. this is my advice for Murkatia. Don't take drug, don't take any more drugs. Uh, I mean, I don't know what your situation was before, but just do the enhanced games and say I'm not taking any of these drugs and just keep running seven twenty five for the three k and you'll win. Mm. Like, and smart. prove to the yeah yeah. And if you aren't taking drugs, you get to prove. I guess you could still it to doesn't everybody really prove. that the enhanced games won't fix yeah, the sport, but it takes down the enhanced games. So. And you'll make a lot more money, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a uh, unfortunate situation mm. in the sport. It always is when the drugs get involved. So yeah, is there anything else race wise we have to talk about? Oh, we do have to give. We are running. We'll go through these ones a little quick. Shout out to Grant for the twelve fifty one. Very very impressive. Five days after Milrose Games, cranking out last three k solo. I reckon he's going to be in pretty good shape come the 10K, which I believe is his next race. Your DNS was a big shock. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I was like, it's just for context for everyone. I was on the start list for this Boston uh, race. And when did you find out that you were on the start list? <laughs> when I saw Chris shout. <laughs> that's when you found out? Yeah. That's yeah. how I found out. You were a headline... Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's how I found out though, because I had toyed with the idea of doing it after after the previous BU five K and then I had decided to commit to Milrose and not do the five K, but I guess my name never got scrubbed from the list and yeah, then I saw Chris's <laughs> good PR. Yeah. I think we should keep <laughs> you should keep doing races. We should we should keep DNSing and races. Stay, <laughs> stay relevant. <laughs> will they, won't they? It's good uh, for the new cycle. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Mokatil will do. Stay relevant. <laughs> we yeah. just keep interesting this, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but then it'll be a DNS. Yeah. So um, that was the five K. Um shout out to the Puma Boys. Yeah. <coughs> Another team doing Magic Diva and uh well Luke Rowe, I guess he's Alex. What? Alex Rowe? No. Wait, is it? <laughs> I'll check. Oh, shit. You really confused me there. <laughs> Isn't that his name? I thought his name was Luke. <laughs> I feel like such an idiot right now. <laughs> we both just did no, completely different names. Luke is a Puma person. What does that mean? Luke Mar. Who's like Mars my friend. No, he's he's like an athlete manager mm-hmm. within Puma. That it might be thinking about Luke. No, so I think I'm guys, thinking about Luke Rowe. Do you guys get manager coffees that you're <laughs> like a manager now? Jack, Jack Rowe. Rowe. It's Jack Rowe. Who's Alex? Did we just make that up? Did we just say two completely random names? Yeah, it's definitely Jack Rowe. I like that we came to that at the same time as well. What the heck? Looking, I'm looking. How did we do that? Uh, who are you thinking? I feel like we're thinking of real people, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Too we're many both people. idiots. Too many runners, but congrats to those guys getting the standard as well. Always good to see people getting it done, clocking in some 1304s, just squeaking under. Very nice to see. And then... We kind of we didn't get to cover it last week because it was awkward timing. I think on the day that the podcast went out, the Mori Plant meet was happening down yeah. under, and just like last year, it seemed like pretty sick meet. Yeah, confirmed. Jack Rowe, thirteen oh four. Patrick Dever. Patrick Dever. Two yeah. Brits. A couple of Brits getting the standard. Uh, Mori Plant meet. Ollie, what would you think? Fantastic. I think um, they got a like. This is like the one thing I think with it is that as an Aussie, 
we have such good freaking track and field athletes, but we never have like a really good meet, like a really just a banger meet once a year. And I think this could be it. I think this could be the meet that like really just starts to to keep that momentum going because we had Jake Whitecastle there. We had a few other Brits there. Um, we had some other people come in. The sprints weren't as exciting because Fred Kelly wasn't there, but my boy Rowan Browning got the dub in the 100 and the 200, which is awesome to see. Um, Stewie freaking probably had the one of the coolest races I've seen from him in a while where he actually held off a kicker. Usually it's the other way around for Stewie, unfortunately. Usually he's like in the lead and somebody out kicks him at the end, but he looked really good. Cameron Myers looked amazing. 352 was the winning time. I think Cameron Myers would have won if he didn't run into the back of Stewie. I, I think Cameron was... I think Myers was a little bit inexperienced. He looked the best with 150 to go. Yeah. I think he was just inexperienced. Like, he should have just been able to get around earlier, maybe. I don't know. I think but it was that White Castle, White Castle went to the outside, so I think Cam was like, all right, I have to go to the inside. And then he ran but, into Stewie. But Stewie didn't, didn't leave it open for him. Didn't open the door. Which it normally opens up. I loved the commentary. Just... Heralding Stewie as the king of King Island, mm. like the whole race, it was so good. Do you, do you that's think his, that's the his actual title. like mayor of King Island gets annoyed by that? <laughs> Apparently, I, I, I bet that you, in the next few years, Stewie will become the mayor of, of it. I'm, I'm like guarantee. Like he's probably he's like a hometown celebrity. He though. hasn't lived so there for like is King 20 Island. Years. No, he hasn't. He's is it like an island off of Tasmania? Off yeah. Tasmania. Apparently, so Tasmania is an island, and King Island is another island close yeah, to Tasmania. Yeah. But Stewie went to school in Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. He went to boarding school, I believe. And Stewie's like lived in Victoria for like years. So he hasn't so been there for a little, like living there. But, but King of Island Island just sounds so good. Stewie said that the people that go to King Island mostly are like they play on this golf course and all just billionaires. I think it's a, yeah. And then he ha- his family has place. a farm. Yeah. But he'll probably become the mayor in a couple of years, maybe. It's awesome to see him run well. Um, Claudia, uh, the OAC Oceana superstar. Hollingsworth. She ran 159. Pretty amazing race. Australian uh, under 20 record. Yep. Took down a lot of big names, like our best. Yep. Cat runners. So yeah. Crazy. Pretty incredible race. What was really cool for her is that she, it was her first time running a PB in the 800 since she was like 16 years old. And she had like, she obviously such a crazy fast time when she was 16. It was either like two flat or two or one. I think maybe two flat. Uh, but it's just like when you run a time at when you're 16, I think you expect to like continue to PB like the next week. But to see her stick it out for a couple of years or however long it was and then get a big break breakthrough is awesome to see. I mean, she's been making big waves in the 1500. She's been improving a lot in that. Mm. Uh, I can't, what was her time? She's already run the Australian under 20 record on that as well, like a couple four or five. So she's crushing it right now. Yeah. No, it, it's a great meet. Um, I think the Oceanic crew had a good, had a good meet. OEC Oceanic. The other, the guy ran 353. Was that probably just butchered? Jesse, Jesse Hunt, Jesse Hunt. Jesse Hunt yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's a great, it's a great meet, and it's good to see it's continuing. Um, and I hope a lot of, lot of Kiwis there too. That makes sense, I guess. which is cool, because it's kind of just like the big Oceania meet. I mean, the there's no way Kiwis will ever host track meet <laughs> internationally. They used to. You guys, you that's guys, pretty fucked up. You guys, but I mean, I'll be they honest, you guys to. never host host anything. There used to be the cool grass ones when the sixties. <laughs> Like Andy, well, Andy, well, Andy well, was well, actually yes, talking actually, about going there for a meet. Yeah, Andy it was raced super there. Windy. Andy he did. There. I watched. I was. I, I, ran, I ran at the same meet. Yeah, I was at that nationals. Yeah, mm. he just won. He like just outleaned the Kiwi guy. Cool. That's but a crazy timeline thing. Like seeing each other, having no idea. Mm. Be so you'd be working together so closely. That is weird. Actually, uh, yeah. George and Andy <laughs> work really closely together <laughs> in the gym. Actually, it's kind of weird, Tom. To be honest. If I was Jen, I would watch out for that. But yeah, Andy and Andy and George have a very special relationship. All right, enough. enough. <laughs> Just from from the start, like I think when when George saw him out lean, that Kiwi for He's the win, like, George is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a part of that make. man's life yeah. in the future. And then look where we are. We have a podcast. Yeah. And Andy's our manager now. <laughs> what is Andy? Operations? No, not anymore. Yeah, jack of all trades. He's out. He's uh He's the one that um. That what's the word? He's the one that represents us in the company and fights for us. Mm. Would you say he's in? He's, he's the boss of Dathan, or is Steve the boss of Dathan? Like, who? Where's <laughs> Dathan? Where's Dathan fit in that hierarchy? I'm trying to think. It's a great question. Because I don't know where Dathan fits. Because he's kind of like his own. I thing. guess he's outside it in a, in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. Which means, yeah, I don't know. Like, who does Dathan? We, Dathan reports to Steve, I guess. Whenever Dathan eventually comes on this podcast, we can ask him. Yeah. Or Andy. He's refused. Good God, man! Not going on that podcast. Yeah, we can get the the download on the uh, 
in the mechanisms of the corporate structures. Episode two hundred. Episode two hundred. That's what or three hundred. Is are they running more races down there? Like is Jake is White Castle running yeah. again? Oh, Must be so exciting. He's racing like uh Sydney. He's racing I don't know if I don't know if it's a Sydney track classic. I think he's racing a, a big fifteen hundred meter race at Bankstown against like Cam Myers and stuff. Yeah, and nice. probably Jay Edwards, I imagine. Yeah. I think that's maybe this week or I'm not sure. I just saw it. Are we standard attempt? Yeah. I we would is. imagine. I think it is. I think it's called the Road to Paris 1500 or something. <laughs> like, I literally... It has Journey to... Yeah. <laughs> Journey to gold. Yeah, so it has some of those names. Journey so. to green and gold. I'm so sure they'll be getting off. Just, just follow Jake's uh, YouTube channel for updates on that. I was going to say, I think <laughs> like. that's probably the best info for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else that we need to touch on today? Did we miss anything? So, like Any other championships? Spanish champs? Go ahead. Um. Well, I I guess with Spanish champs like Mario went in, looked pretty like got through the for the heat to the final and it it was a pretty interesting race honestly. I didn't I didn't see it, but it, I'm guessing it went out slow and then he got clipped at the last second. Well, uh, it, it no. went, he kind of like how do you say it? Adele Michal Michal how do I, is Michal? Michal? You can call him whatever you want. Oh. Adele. It's never, Adele, it's never, it's never stopped <laughs> you before. Adele, Megatron, um, <laughs> took, took the win, right? He took the win. Correct. He, he kind of ran away with it, and then Mario got clipped at the line. Like it, it did seem that Mario like wasn't really paying attention a little bit to like, oh, maybe he was just super lactic. Like I just don't know. I haven't really spoken to him, but Mario just didn't have a great race. Yeah, end of third, and then like that's super disappointing because like he's going to Worlds though, so it's alright. Yeah, but like I feel like any race like that is. Not great, but no, obviously not. He would li- he'll like bounce to have back won. though. He's a freaking, he's a gladiator, isn't he? He's a gladiator. Maybe he hasn't been watching that enough lately. I think that's the problem. <laughs> it's been just it's way too long since he last watched that yeah. movie. As soon as he watches it, he's gonna be back back to where he's. You guys wait until number two comes out. That's gonna change oh, it, yeah. change everything. Is number that comes out number two's about him? Mario's <laughs> <laughs> actually in it, but we had to keep on the DL. Yeah. Is that bleep that out. Bleep is that out. Number yeah. two coming out this year. Do you guys know? Uh, don't. I don't fully know. know, but I'm sure it's coming out soon. Isn't Denzel Washington starring it? Is he the gladiator? It's not just like old, overweight <laughs> Russell Crowe. <laughs> That'd be sick. Bring him back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't old, know. overweight Russell Crowe on a South Sydney jersey. Yeah, love to see sword. it. Yeah, love to see it. Well, if that's everything, Tom, thank you very much for joining us, coming on today, Mr. Manager. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. This has been episode 125 of the Coffee Cup Podcast, and we look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye-bye. Boys from Coffee Club.